children of all ages, we welcome you to Ringside Chatter. I am followed with my host, Scal and McDuster. What's going on, boys? Not a whole lot. What about you? I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling, you know. What's going on? Nice and toasty on that ice surface. Yeah. So you boys ready for uh, the upcoming season or what? Oh, I definitely am ready. I've been waiting for months for this stuff to start kicking off. Yeah, me too. You know, we've been seeing all these signings. We're watching some preseason right now. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm about ready for the season to start. I, I'd be remiss in saying that I have been paying more attention to the OHL the last couple of days more than the NHL. Uh, the London Knights won both games of their weekend to start the season. So That's good. Well, this is not how I wanted this to work tonight. Um, yeah. Sorry, Shadow. I'm having issues with the uh, TikTok live going live. That's fine. So. That's fine. We're here. We're here. We're live on Twitch. That's all that matters, ladies and gentlemen. We're live. So what's it, what's going on over on the uh, the state and city of New York there, Scales? There's a lot of stuff going on over here. We had crazy rains over the last couple of days. Um they had to cancel the Rangers Islanders preseason game last night due to all the flooding in the area. There was flooding throughout the subways. Craziness. Well, if I if I, if I think correctly, isn't the uh, the Rangers <laughs> goal net pretty flooded tonight? Yeah, they gave up. Uh, I think it was five to three. They lost. Um, I didn't watch any of the games, so I don't actually know who was in net tonight. So. Um, if it was Shesty, it's still the preseason. Like, right, things happen. Right. Yeah. Duster, uh, we were just talking about it before we went on air. You uh, you caught most of the Leafs game or all of the game? Uh, I caught most uh, most of the game tonight. It was uh, pretty exciting to watch our uh, all, all second-round picks for the ball tonight. We got uh, Nick Robertson. We got uh, Fraser Mittenen. And uh, we had uh, Matthew Nice. Welcome, Al. Welcome. What's up, Tommy? Welcome into the chat. What's up, Will Gray? Uh, so, yeah, I have been, like I said, I've been paying attention more to the OHL style of hockey lately. Um, I just, I'm, I'm finding it hard, you know, being a Leaf fan, as you are, Dustin, mm-hmm. to really get behind the team. I mean, we did well over expectation last season. Uh, it was a couple of years overdue, in my opinion. Um. But I'm just having a hard time meeting my expectations when it comes to this this team. I agree. We uh, we've shown a lot of success in the regular season, and it hasn't translated into the playoffs. And finally, make it to the second round, and it almost seems like the team didn't show up for it. Right. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of the Rangers hockey last season with Scout, and we chatted about it. Um. Scouts, I know you were pretty deflated in the first round there last season when uh, the Rangers seemingly really didn't show up to play their style of hockey. Well, they did the first two games, and then they went on vacation early. Like, they had a 2-0 lead, and then all of a sudden just decided to not show up anymore. Could have easily put the team away winning that third game, but they just no-showed, and from there on out, it was a completely different series. Yeah, I mean, but that's last season, right? We all have a new crown, and we're all gunning for uh... – you know, Lord Stanley this season. So it should be an interesting race. With that being said, uh, Dustin, what's the first topic of the night? 
Uh, we were going to rank who we think the playoff teams in the West and who are in the East are. Scouts, I'll let you go ahead first. You've been quiet so far, so let's uh, so, see what you have to say. Do you want to do this, who we think is going to be the top winner of H1, or do we want to read all top of our eight first? So let's read our top eight, um, and then we can discuss what we think about those. Yeah, that okay. sounds good. So my top eight, I have um, Toronto winning the East, come, uh, number one team. Wow. I, have Car- I have Carolina in the second spot. I have New Jersey in the third spot. I got the Rangers. Uh, mine's pretty similar. I got Rangers coming in four. Um, Tampa in five. Pittsburgh in six. Panthers in seven. And the Islanders in eight. Okay. I have uh, I have a sneaky suspicion we're going to see Carolina really dominate this season. I agree. There's, there's just something. Yeah. I, I feel like something's going to give. So... With that being said, I have Carolina ranked one. I have Toronto at three. I'm gonna put because I feel like some I feel like there's gonna be somewhat of a weird run with this squad, but I have Pittsburgh at two. Because they're all kind of forming into their formative years where they're gonna ride off into the sunset. That Eric Carlson addition too. Right. I mean, yeah. if Latang is healthy and outside distractions, it could be something. Yeah. Um Number four, I have the Panthers. Five, I have the Rangers. Six, I'm going to say Buffalo. Seven, I'm going to put the Islanders. And just coming in on that bubble because they're kind of looking scary, Ottawa. Okay. I like that. So for my first in the East, I have the exact same that you had. I had uh, Carolina coming in the top spot. I like what they did. I think they're going to be sneaky. I think uh, after go- getting sh- getting swept in the third round, when they're oh, they got shit. Everyone thought they There's were no doubt favored. about it. They got everyone shit. thought they were heavily favored for that. So having said that, I have uh, Toronto in the second spot. I have them win it. I think that it's a bit time for them to step up and win their division, and maybe secure home ice. Uh, coming in third, I got New Jersey. New Jersey, nice young. Core made some law shocking uh, in the playoffs, and then I got the Rangers at four. Uh, I got Florida, and then I have Ottawa, Buffalo, and then Pittsburgh coming in at that last wild card spot. Having put Pittsburgh that low, I see them going into the playoffs, and I actually see them doing some damage. Speaking of Pittsburgh, for those, uh, well, this is a new show. So my wife is a huge Penguins fan, and we were discussing this on the drive today to my children's hockey. And I asked her because she's a huge fan. Where do you see Pittsburgh this season? Her exact words were, I see them being a wild card spot. They missed the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. They've added some solid defense. Well, they well, missed one, they, what, one, one game last year, right? What's that? It was pretty much just two points they missed it by, was it not? Yeah, it was the close Flor- in the East. The Florida got that last spot. Yeah, Pittsburgh needed to win out, I think, or something in the final two weeks. They lost and... to uh, Chicago. Right. Got, not only lost, they got, like, blown out. And you had said that it's time for Toronto to step up and kind of win their division. This is the year to do it. Boston's down yeah. two top centers. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost Tampa's... Bergeron and they lost Polino now to free agency. Tampa, uh, 
Tampa's Nick, without a goal. Nick Felino, Nick Felino, right? Yeah. And Tampa's without Vasilevsky, uh, so Chicago. Yeah, I think we could have some major shockers. Anybody that thinks the Chicago Blackhawks are winning the Stanley Cup this year, let me point you to Exhibit A, Corey Perry. They ain't winning. <laughs> yep. And Taylor Hall, you know you're usually good for a first overall pick when you have him on your team. Right, right. I mean, no, Boston didn't get a first-round pick. He's probably one of the first teams. <laughs> right. You look at Edmonton, you look at when he was in Buffalo – uh, New Jersey. I think heading into this season, we're still going to talk about the West, but the East is arguably wide open this year. 100%. I think you're... It's the first time in a while that the East is this yeah. wide open. Yeah. Where you could look at, uh, I think your hardest division is going to be the Pacific. Vegas, yeah. you got Colorado, you got Edmonton. Actually, I think Edmonton's in that one. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy how that division used to be the weakest? Yeah. Which one? The Pacific. The Pacific. Last year, it was one of the. It was one. You know, it was like okay, basically, like who wants to get in to that yeah. third spot? So, Duster, what's your? Uh, so we'll, we'll come back to the East. What's your ranking in the West? My ranking in the West. So, I have the Edmonton Oilers winning the West. Really? I do. I think uh, I think McDavid's ready to take that next step. I think he's he seems very focused. Him and Drysaddle. You have uh, Evander Kane. A bunch of those guys. Um, you get that full year with. Uh, Who's that defenseman they just traded for? Uh, oh, God. The Nashville guy. Josie? Is it, no, is it Roman uh, Josie? No, it was uh, their other guy, Eckholm. Oh, yes, Matthias Eckholm. Yeah, I think he brings back, bring, I think he'll bring some toughness to their uh, blue line, which is much needed for them. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, second, I got Vegas. Uh, third, I got Colorado. Fourth, I got Dallas. I got Minnesota in fifth. And then Seattle and then Calgary making a return to the playoffs with that last uh, wild card spot. So, in the West, I'm very... I'm, go what, ahead. What did, you have, what did you have? Five? I'm sorry. Number five, I had Minnesota. And then six? Uh, six, I had L.A., Seven and eight. I, I'm writing them down as we go. Yeah. And I just yeah, and missed them. Seattle and Calgary for the wild card spots. Oh, we have the same eight teams. Really? Oh, so I'm the only one that's going to be different here. Just uh, in different orders. Not the same order. Saying, oh, yeah, I same, thought you meant same order. No, same eight teams. Just different so, order. I agree with Duster. I think it's time for Edmonton, like the Leafs, to step out of that fuck us kind of attitude and start moving forward with their careers. Uh, I got Edmonton one. I'm not putting Vegas at two. I'm putting San Jose this year. San Jose? Listen. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's just stuff happens. Right. But I'm putting San Jose there. But because of my opinion, if there is no cup hangover from Vegas, Vegas will slot in at number two. Yeah. 
Three, I'm going Colorado. Okay. Four, I am going Dallas. Five, Calgary. Six, Anaheim. Anaheim. Yeah. I feel like Zegris and them are going to shock a lot of people this year. Seven, Seattle. And eight, rounding out the wild card. This is just for fun because the eighth seed is always fun to look at. Mm-hmm. Give me uh, Winnipeg. You know what? I actually had Winnipeg written down. But a couple things that are like stopping me from thinking there is uh, are they going to trade Hellbuck at the deadline? Listen, in an ideal world, as a Canadian hockey fan, I want to see every Canadian team making it. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. No, a lot of them are at different stages, right? Like, you're going to see the Ottawa's and the Montreal's. Like, they're going to be scary teams in that Atlantic. And they're going to be that pain in the ass for Toronto. 100%. As I said, Toronto, this is the year Toronto needs to take advantage of this division. Yeah, because it's 100%. not going to be the same way next year. Yeah, exactly. I do think. So, uh, what do you have for your order then, Scouts? So, I would have um, Colorado in the first spot. I got Edmonton, uh, Dallas in two, Edmonton okay. in three, Vegas four, Minnesota in five, Seattle in six, Kings in seventh, and rounding out the top eight was Calgary. And I was actually able to just get the TikTok working. So welcome to everybody watching us on TikTok. Um, if you want to watch us premiere on episode as of, well, uh, ringside channel. You're more than welcome to. So here's the question for you boys. Does Obi break the record this year? Uh, how oh. easy away from it? I think he's 50 or 60 off at this point. He's not. He's not too far off. I so, think it. I think it's one more season. He has. He has to do it in one more season. I, I think it's next season. I see it happening by around November of next season. Now, being that we're all thirty plus in this conversation, mm-hmm. do do you feel like it's time that record's broken, or do you want it to stand the test of time? I think records are meant to be broken. I think Wayne Gretzky would be happy for to see his record. Uh, Broken, I think it grows the game. You see that too. And it's not like Gretzky doesn't hold enough records that this this one is something, sure. And it it stood the test of time for what is it, 40 years going on? I think, um, I think Gretzky will be happy to see this one be broken. Yeah. Now, 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 with that being said. How, how long before we see someone else come close to it? <laughs> Another 40 years. I mean... So hard to say. Realistically, and I, I'm a little biased here, Austin Matthews is playing his sixth season. Yeah. He's coming up on 300. Yeah, exactly. He's 299 right now. Yeah. So give him another six years. That gives him a 600. Yeah. 
So that, that puts them at right? 12 years in. I mean, if Matthew scores at the pace like Obi does, Matthews, Obi, Gretzky will stand the top, the top three yeah. at the end of that career. Now, that can be said for any player because that, that's the game of hockey. Mm-hmm. So, my question is, what about McDavid? Right, I was what just going to bring that what, up, but you started. What about you, you brought that up? The, so, yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm... No, 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 that's fine. <laughs> um, I was going to say it, but like, I'm glad that you spoke. Is what I'm saying. Um, McDavid's at what 400 now? Just under. Something. Easy. I thought. I think him and Matthew. Where did him and Matthews tie? I can look that up one second. But like, boys and girls that don't watch hockey, you're watching arguably. The greatest era since the golden era of hockey. 100%. Scoring hasn't been out this much since when? We're seeing, like, we're seeing the same teams compete, and I get it. But we also have teams like Arizona that don't belong in the league. (laughs) So, Connor McDavid is actually at 303 career goals. And Matthew, is that how many? Uh, 299. And McDavid had, but McDavid missed the majority of his rookie year, did he not? Uh, yeah. But so, he also, he's also been, he gets most of his points as a passer, too, though. Like, if you look at his rookie year, he started with like 16 goals and 32 assists in 45 games. Right. And then followed that up by 30 goals and 70 assists. He's a playmaker. I mean, last year, last year was what? 64, 64 and, and 89. 89. It was like yeah. 153 points or something like that. That's we haven't insane. seen that since Lemieux. Geez, since Lemieux. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's by far like the best player. There's no debate. Now, I know we do have subjects to cover, and that's what the show's about. Mm-hmm. But I want I want you guys to take on this. Is is Mario Lemieux better than Wayne Gretzky? If, if, if Mario Lemieux doesn't get sick with cancer. I would say yes. Like, I know they weren't quite... So it's kind of hard to compare the two, right? Because like Gretzky obviously started before Lemieux did in his career. Well, so, they, like, compared, they compared Lemieux to Gretzky in the younger years, right? So yeah, I think did- had cancer not gotten the way, I think Mario Lemieux... I think it'd be a lot closer to a debate. I feel like Gretzky had more top-end players with him throughout his career. Oh, 100%. The only one that Lemieux actually had was Jager. You could argue Coffee. Coffee played with him, too. Coffee played with Gretzky as well. But I'm saying Gretzky had Messier. He had Esatikinen, who was a great player. They had... um, like he had a whole bunch of players that throughout his career that he just had all these star caliber players, whereas yeah. Lemieux, like the biggest star caliber player that he had, was Jager. Mm-hmm. My my biggest argument that I make is I don't believe Gretzky is the greatest of all time. And that's just my opinion. It's a hot take or something. I'm sure. Take away the enforcers that Gretzky had around him, he doesn't do what he does. That's just my opinion. 
You don't have to like it, but that's just mm. how I see it. 100%. But we do think he's skilled. Don't get me wrong. Game, today's game would be more suited toward Wayne Gretzky's game. But you could argue that for Yager, Lemieux, Bork, or... Yeah, I I think we're in there because Gretzky was like comparable to McDavid, right? Like he was like miles better of a skater than most people in the league I, at the time. You just nailed it right there. Gretzky is compared to McDavid in that sense. What yeah. Crosby is to Lemieux. I agree with that statement, yeah. And I mean, you compare Austin Matthews to guys like Mike Madano, Patrick Kane, like pure American goal scorers, which I don't like talking about. Brett Hall. It's fuck America. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Brett Hall. Hey. Brett Hall. I know yeah. he's Can- actually Canadian. But... You, know what, you know what I just realized? It's going to be really fun around Christmas time when we're bantering with you about how shitty your junior team is. Wait, you think our team's going to... What, you think Pete? Oh, I think Canada's doing well this year. Oh, you mean like... Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. you mean for the World Junior? The World Junior. Yeah, he's talking about for me. Yeah. Yeah, he the likes American... to talk shit all the time. I Get just the Americans off my ice surface, right? Sure. To be honest right now, I couldn't even tell you prospects for the state's American I prospects right now. That, I was, I was right. Cowan would be one this year. That's all right, Shadow. Um, when was the last time the Cup actually saw a Canadian ice? Um, what year did the uh 2020? That, no, 2011. That's when the Bruins won on the Canuck guys. Oh, yeah, 2020. Yeah, that's right. Won on Canadian soil by Tampa Bay. That's right. That's right. No, 2020 was the yeah. bubble. Season. Oh, that's right. The bubble wasn't, yeah. Well, all right, all right. we're getting out. Yeah, this is, this is getting out of hand. So, Pivoting off of the playoffs, who do you think you have making the cup finals? Dream scenario, Edmonton, Toronto. I knew you were going to say it. I almost wrote it down today just because I knew that would put... Give, that give would me a happen. Matthews, <laughs> McDavid, Dreisaitl, Marner, fucking showdown. I'm here for it. It's not going to happen. I, I was but, just going to say, I would love to see it happen. I don't see it happening, no. But realistically, coming out of the West, I'm going to say Edmonton. I think they had the the pieces in place. Um, coming out of the East, again, with my statement earlier, it's quiet. But I think this is the year Carolina pushes that hump and goes. Give me an Edmonton-Carolina 06 re- or 07 rematch. I'm here for it. So I actually had one of your the same teams as you. I had Carolina making the Cup final. Cup out, baby, Cup out. And I actually have them playing Dallas. I think that's another team that you know they've been to the final. They played against Tampa, lost it in the bubble, showing promise, showing promise, and been hurt by injuries in the playoffs that have affected them. But I think this is the year where you see both them Don't. against each other. Don't lie to yourself, Duster. They lost to the see, finals because of Perry. I see Carolina <laughs> being victorious for the cup. And then my kind of crazy take 
like your uh, your uh, Edmonton Toronto final. I see being a Leaf fan, we always think of the worst possible scenario. And we had someone that left our team this off summer who said he would never leave. I see Pittsburgh winning the cup. That'd be the most leafy thing to happen. Kyle Dubas lifting the set, lifting the cup in the spring. Would you okay, before we get to scouts on this, let's say that happens. Do us Leaf fans go after Shanahan's head for that? For not giving Dubas the wherewithal to do what he wanted to do with the team? I think Shanahan's job's on the line this year. They are not successful. He has to be, right? Like, he yeah. has to be. You have to think it would be. His job accountability has to be up there at this point. You can't keep yeah. doing the same thing. So who do you have in the final skills? So I agree with the, both of you on Carolina. I have them making the cup finals. Um, I do not have them winning it, though. No. I have them losing to the team I picked out of the West, and that would be the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado comes back and wins a second cup. Yep. McDa- or, uh, McKinnon becomes the highest uh, paid player to win a cup. They haven't they haven't lost much from their team. Um, no. And I just think they're still built for it. 100%. And I think uh, Georgiev has a back, uh, bounce back year, and he helps. Yeah, helps lead them. I have. I was thinking Colorado. The one, the one thing that's my drawback on Colorado is that loss of Langisog being out all year this year. Because they already announced that one. Yeah, but I think, I think the. Um, they have young guys that are going to come up and surprise people. For they had that was a fun run watching them win that cup. Mm-hmm. It was a really fun run. Random ass take here, just for shits and giggles. Arizona versus Buffalo for the cup. Yeah, I wonder what you what would get it, for odds on that in Vegas. <laughs> what is the lowest rated? Hockey Stanley Cup Finals in history. Uh, last year's. No, that would be that one. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> that would. But doesn't that. Buffalo have <laughs> the highest uh, TV ratings of any NHL team? Buffalo's in the got a strong fan base. Yeah. They get shit on a lot. Buffalo fans are wild for any sport. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look at the Bills. Yeah. Look at them. I think they're winning the Super Bowl this year. That's a different show for a different subject. You can catch that opinion on uh, Rivet City Red Zone. Now, before we get into the next subject, we have a commercial break here. Stay tuned for a message. Want to help support Off the Top Media? Check out our merch shop. You can grab yourself a t-shirt, a teddy bear, a hat, a mug, or a bag. We have something for everyone. Head over and get yours today. Make sure you get yours today. Grab them while they're hot. They're there. They're fresh. Orders yours. And ringside now, chatter merch coming soon. Yes. We're going to get those uh, pucks so in deep. Pucks in deep. 
So, is it time? Do we do our way too early uh, player awards? Oh, man. I think we should discuss Vasilevsky because that's, yeah. that's going to be a hot take all year with the way Tampa is. Yeah, we can do that. Do you guys truly believe that he's only gone eight to ten weeks? Or you think they're just saying that to kind of put some fear in the Atlantic? I, I see that. Like, I'm not a doctor. I don't know any, like, medical stuff of recovery of the surgery he had. But you would think anything to do with the back is going to take quite a while to fully properly heal. That's a lot of hunching. Yeah. Yeah. It's all going to depend on when he actually had the surgery. Are they just, just had it this week? Well, that's what I'm saying. Are they just telling us he just had it now? Yeah, and he had it, and he had it a while ago, or did he actually just have it now? So, from reports I was actually hearing on the broadcast tonight was uh, he was getting these injections. So it said it happened. Uh, I think it was just before the playoffs, and they were doing like injections to see if they would heal. And he was doing injections during the summer, and he noticed the discomfort during the first day of training camp. And so they evaluated and did the surgery. Okay. That's from what I've heard. Listen, we're all smart enough hockey fans to know that Tampa Bay is really shady with shit like that. So. (laughs) But I mean, I can't fault Tampa Bay for doing the shit they did because they did bring up the argument in 2015. Yeah, this one shouldn't be a thing. And instead of getting it looked at, then it was used against them and made it look stupid, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, the Leafs aren't allowed to practice in the off season. God forbid that. Yeah, can't fly a guy into practice. Yeah. But no, I I don't. Again, I apologize for my voice, guys. I'm just getting over being sick. Um, I I I'm not quite sure that we get Vasilevsky back by. December. I really don't think so. So you're thinking what? January? I'm thinking if if I'm Tampa, I don't Who is their backup? Is it uh, Elliot? No. Who was it? it was Johnson something? Something Johnson, I think. I don't know. But if you can get the team playing in front of him properly, like they do Vasilevsky, Mm-hmm. And you can grind it out. I think you give Vasilevsky the ride to the playoffs before he comes back. Give him all the time in the world to heal. Bring him back. Bring him back March. Get him back to some regular season games. So, do you see them maybe doing just some temporary goalie kind of thing for like the waiver wire? I could see that. I could see if they, if they, because I believe he's put on long term injured reserve now, right? Yeah. So. That opens up a lot of cap because he eats a lot of contract cap. Mm-hmm. You can go out and get yourself a solid 2B goalie. Problem is, is their cap situation still even at that because he is going to come back. Is what right, but that's where you like, drop that clear. 2B goalie, right? Yeah. Down to free agency. You can do that. So I guess Put him back on waivers, yeah. Yeah. It all depends but, on... But at the same time, when he helps him out. Someone help Tampa out though and claim that goalie because he still gets into the minors, and unless this whole contract's variable, there's still that penalty. 
if their name ain't the Toronto Maple Leafs, you're not losing players, so you're fine. Sorry, That's why I'm biased. There's a lot of speculation about uh, with Toronto's Golden with Martin Jones potentially. I still don't like that. It's got a very he's, bad feeling to it. And he's actually been very great. This uh, like he's played two games, but he's looked pretty solid. He had. I mean, he, he made a nice glove save tonight. Yeah. Look at the squad he had. Like it was, yeah. Like he had Riley and Brody and uh, Simone Benoit as actually like NHL guys as defenders. But besides that, I think Matthew Nyes is one of the only Leaf forwards you're going to see on that that team this year. The Rangers, what do they got going? Cooking. I mean, some of the moves they made this offseason were to just shore up the roster because they did have a lot of holes and not much cap to do it with. Mm-hmm. Um, but a big pickup for them this year was Blake Wheeler on a on a yeah. veteran's contract of 800000 That was a solid pickup. I remember texting you. That's with very... Because me and him... you were going back and forth with, was that yeah. true or not? Yeah, because I didn't believe it at first. I was like, there's no way they got him for this amount. And then Nick Benino as well is another solid pickup. Benino, 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 Benino. Nick Benino. And then Rangers actually have a solid backup now with Jonathan Quick. That is pretty solid. See, that's the Rangers have goalies that to where if they really wanted to, they could trade them. Mm-hmm. To Tampa for something. If Tampa's goaltender situation doesn't come out, the issue with Tampa though is they have no picks. No. Nope. So they would have to give up they, a player for it. Right. They sacrificed that farm for years to come for those two cups. Mm-hmm. Which in this NHL, I think that's what you have to do because yeah. again, we're ta- I'm talking Toronto because this is what I'm most versed in. Dustin, you remember 2018. The fucking Marlies were amazing. Mm-hmm. They had one of the deepest rosters in the HL. Me and you went to a couple of playoff games together. Uh, I was at pretty much all of them. We watched mm-hmm. the Calder Cup final together. Then the Leafs started noticing that they had some talent. What'd you do? You had to sell the farm. Some players were cusp NHL players, like uh, Marchment. Uh, mm-hmm. Bracco was thought to be the next Marner, but ultimately he just bummed out and he just got waived in the KHL. So that's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had a lot of players that were, it was deep, but like what Tampa did is they built an organization from 2012 up with John Cooper at the helm on both franchises. Yep. And that's scary because he knew every player that was coming up to him. Mm-hmm. But selling the farm in this NHL is going to win you a cup. That's just how it is. It sucks for AHL fans, but that's just that's just how it goes. It is, but it's also like you have to have your good scouting people who like you know you want to trade for, right? Like look at all the people we've traded for, like Nick Foligno. Yeah, we've wasted on Foligno, Riley, yeah, yeah, or O'Reilly, like Ryan O'Reilly this year. Like, yeah, he went, he was great in the playoffs. But I still haven't really had that breakout player. I just realized that this is an occurring subject in 
What do you guys think of Tampa not offering Stamkos an extension in the offseason? They don't have the cap to do it. Yeah. If it doesn't kick in until next year, they do. Yeah. They have a lot of guys locked up, too. Like, their whole core is pretty much locked up. That's the issue is they have four people out of their forwards. There's four of them that will be free agents next year, and they're only saving $5 million in cap from those players. There's Stamkos. Stamkos, Tyler Mott, Logan Brown, and Alex. Alex Barre Boulay. So okay, between, so why aren't you signing? Let those three other chums go. Because you only can do five to keep the same cap that you have. You can only offer Stamkos a five million dollar deal, maybe six. But he's getting by paid that, 8.5 by next right year, now. Stamkos is what 35, 34? 34, 34. So you're not really offering him out of the round money for his age. No. Yeah, but they just they just gave Brandon Hagel six and a half million next year. But do you want well, to that's pay... their stupidity. Hagel's not that good of a player. Yeah. So Stamkos is probably going to look for eight years as well. I'm just no. saying this now. He's... Just just, just want to say this now, people. Stamkos isn't coming to Toronto. I don't believe that. I don't want to hear it. He's just not coming here. No. They have a projected cap space of $12 million for next year. And that's with the cap going up $4 million. What would you give Stamkos then? Well, they need to sign a total of seven players. I'd bridge them so, going into an old age contract. Bridge them one year, six mil. Right. If he if he could agree to do like a one or even a cheaper contract, one year, four mil, and then the next year you give him a five year deal, bringing him into his to thirty nine, and he's getting nine and a half, ten a year. But then you enter that years. problem of yeah. the thirty five plus contract. Yeah, and you're paying a guy, and then you're paying someone that's up $38, million. Edmonton's going to be kicking themselves in the ass with that Hyman contract. His birth, so, this is the 23 season, 24 season, 25. So, he would still be 34. Is no, he already thirty-four? Yeah, He's thirty-three. Works. I don't think four years from now makes him thirty. I thought it. Oh, no, it'd be two years from now. I thought he was. So a he 90. would be. He would be. He is ninety, but February. Yeah, so that means he's thirty-five in February. So he would be thirty-five that year. So you'd have to do it next year. No, next sorry, year. sorry. He would be thirty-four in February. Math. Yeah, please. but I'm saying for next year. Yeah. For that thirty-five plus contract. Yeah, you would have, he have would to have bridge to... him into that thirty-five plus contract. It's just that. Yeah, there's no way around that. No, if they want to save money in the long term, they have to bridge him into it. But at the same time, when like the controversy around that, right? Like, you don't think you could even go to your captain and say, "Look, yeah, we're having cap issues. Like, we 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 do intend to sign you. We want to try and work out something, but we're not able to talk at this point." About doing that. Yeah, but they've been radio silent with them. That's a problem. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, you think they would. Or is are they thinking maybe is it time to move on from Stamkos? I think it's a slap and, in the face if you do that, though. He's been your franchise player for the better part of a decade. Mm-hmm. He's brought you to Stanley Cup Finals. 
But he's had hell of a seasons. He's like, two you can't cups argue with his accomplishments. You can't argue with what he's done, but hockey's uh, you have well, to win. Right. And just I look at Vegas. Look on. at the guys Vegas left, moved on from, right? Like, they, Mark Andre Fleury, Max Pacioretty, like, they always want that new toy. And they right. went out and proved, like, okay, look. Another thing with Stamkos before we go into the next subject, he's injury pro. Yeah. At his age, he shouldn't have the injuries he's had, but he did. Mm-hmm. So he's not, he's on the, the island of uh, Roberta, in my opinion, when coming to a new team. He's going to have to take less money. He's going to have to accept that. He's made his money. He needs to just understand hey, I made my money. I'm playing for hockey, for fucking hockey now. Mm-hmm. I digress. It's a conversation we can debate mid-season when uh, some more chatter comes in. 100%. We're going to see more, and winning can change everything, right? Tampa right. comes out and surprises everyone and plays really well, and that chatter just goes away. Exactly. All right. So you want to go into the way-too-early awards. I'm giving... Hmm? I'm going... Which trophy which yeah. you want to start with? Um, let's start with the Norris. I already tell you who Scouts is picking for that. Is not Fox. Ranger? You're not going Fox this year? Nope. No. I actually had him cross them out and change my pick. So who do you think I'm going? No, uh, nah, I don't know. Oh, I, I think... you probably got the same pick as me, I'm guessing. You probably have Macar. I do. I think Ross Mastalin from Buffalo is going to have a breakout season and take home the Norris. I'm going to say we're going to see a career resurgence, and Eric Carlson wins it. Well, you think he's going to have a better year than last year? Bro, the people he's playing with this year, if Latang stays healthy, Crosby stays healthy, Malkin stays healthy, that's gross. Latang Latang is one of the hundred point season. Maybe. I have Latang as one of my fantasy sleepers for this year. I could definitely okay. see Carlson winning it with a career resurgent year. So you think he, I bets? Yeah. Well, it'd be wild if he has a better year than last year because last year he was unbelievable. Yeah, given who he was working with last year, plus who he works with this year, he should double yeah. that. All right, next one. What do you think? What, which one do you want to do next? Let's go to Vesna. Vesna, okay. This one I got with the I got to go with the hometown boy. I got Chesty coming back and having a phenomenal year this year. If you have the Leafs playing as solid as you guys do, Samson. Wow, I got uh, I got Jake Ottinger. I think I think he can step up. I'd like to see uh, like to see it. I don't know how much I don't know how much more you step up. Like he carried Dallas. He I see him, but then he I think he went slightly down right after before the playoffs or an injury. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got an injury. I think it was like with 
with two weeks left and it hurt, yeah. and it derailed everything. Yeah. I think it's right, okay. I'll go next. Let's uh yeah. Art Ross. Ross, I didn't even. Which one is that again? Voted by the players. It's MVP. Is it not? Yeah, that's a, heart, that's a heart trophy. Right. I, I wrote the Ross make... down. I just don't. I just don't know. Remember what it is. I think I get mixed up with some of them. There's too many of them now. I think the Art Ross is the one that's voted by the players. Uh, no, it's the one who leads the league in points. So I was right. Oh, okay. The heart. I have that as the heart. Yeah. So I have uh, McDavid. I think that's I kind Mc... of. Yeah. I got McDavid on that as, as well. I think it's a tie. Kyle Bernard and McDavid. Really? You think Connor Bernard is going to get over 150 points? Have you seen this fucking kid fly with these NHL guys? So then why why isn't Chicago in your top eight for playoffs? I didn't say they were making playoffs because I don't think they're making playoffs. If you have a kid, you're gonna have McDavid points. No, I don't care. You can have 200 points. They're not making shit. They have Peter Morazic as their goalie. So I was just gonna say the goalie is the issue right there. When you have to score nine to win, that's your problem. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you, Kyle Dubas, for the waste of a year of a goalie. Yeah. All right, Dusty. Take another trophy. Right. Who have we got for the Jack Adams Award? If you all don't pick the same person that I'm picking here, based off of what you said is going to happen this year, then you both are lost. You're it's got to be Brenda Moore. I got the same pick. Yeah, it's it's gotta be right. Yeah. <laughs> Runner up though, again, because we're like I said, like we've all agreed, this is the the year the Leafs take advantage of the, the East. You have to give it go with Sheldon as well as a runner up. It's gonna be Rod, but you have to go with Sheldon as the runner up. You could, yeah. So, unless he well, get, unless he gets fired and they bring a new coach yeah. in, and that's when they go on the run. Rumor has it, Mike Babcock's coming, but no, I'm just kidding. It's weird to piggyback off that. I know we were saying who, (laughs) like, so who do you think, what coach is going to make the biggest impact then? Like like one of the new coaches? Yeah. So I had, there was six new coaches this year. I have three of them as making big impacts on their team. Okay. Um. Obviously, Laviolette for the Rangers. I think he gets them over the hump. They get they get further in the playoffs. Um, Carberry from Washington. I think Washington has a rebound season. Um, potential to make the playoffs. And I think Ovi does get closer to breaking the record. And then I have Huska from Anaheim. Um, from Calgary, sorry. And that's how Calgary makes the playoffs. So... I agree. That's who I, I just put my one coach and I think the the biggest impact I have is Peter Laviolette with the Rangers as well. I understand new faces and new places. It'd probably be Peter as well, but if we're going with just faces in places, Martin St. Louis. Yeah, 
He's technically not a new coach, though. I know. I said if we're going the same faces <laughs> in places. Yeah. No, that's why I didn't pick him. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I didn't even think of him because he was there. This last would be year his with... first full season, though, wouldn't it? Because last season he came in at some point. Right, but that's so. Yeah, I guess you could still... still consider him a new coach. So, All right. um, back to the trophies. Let's go with the rookie of the year. I was thinking that same one. I'm going to go a little off the board. I don't see a lot of people picking this player. This player is kind of caught out and playing in a very, very small arena. But I I think watching Logan Cooley play, I think he's going to have that massive impact. The general consensus around everybody is fucking caught up in arms, right? But yeah, I think Cooley has a, a really good shot. Um, I know that the London boys didn't make the Philly roster. So it's not going to be either of them. I'm not going to say Cowan because he, he's not going to get enough ice time to make a difference at third. Um, so I go with Cooley, but for shits and giggles. Who were we talking about the other night now? It's technically a rookie. Oh, Matthew Nice. Matthew Nice. Watching him play these past three season games, like he is built huge. Guys, six foot three or six foot four, and like I think it was two hundred five pounds. Not even speaking of just biasness or anything, but it's going to be if he has a healthy season, it'll be Bernard and him one two at the end of the year. You can flip them either way you want. Yeah, I have Bedard winning it. I mean, that's just the general consensus. The kids in XP now. Yeah. I mean, you predicted him to be top of the league in points. So how do you how are you not picking him as winning rookie of the year? It's Jesus Christ. This is the point of the whole discussion. I got we're not being <laughs> all completely literal. <laughs> okay, and then our last uh, is the rocket. The <laughs> Who we got for the rocket? Shadow. McDavid or Ovi. I don't really have one on that. It's going to be McDavid or Ovi. I had Matthews. I had Matthews as well. I have Matthews. I don't think he was happy with his uh, year last year. I think we actually have a healthy Matthews. We're not getting no. Oh, Matthews had just had a surgery on his hand. Kind of updates this. Uh, preseason. Um, the only other one left we would have would be the Hart Trophy. And McDavid for this as well. Yeah, I had McDavid. Make shit show. <laughs> So we touched on which goalie, which uh, coaches we think are going to make the biggest impact for the new, the new ones. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is on a hot seat to start the season? Brandon Shannon. Oh, coaches. 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 So, <laughs> Sheldon Keith. This. 
I could see I had two two coaches. Sheldon Keith was my one coach, and I have another coach, uh, DJ Smith in Ottawa. A lot of Sens fans do things. They're deployed. They're not deployed right. And it seems like from the consensus that I see is that they want him gone. So I had I have two as well. Um, Craig Berube in St. Louis and Mike Sullivan in Pittsburgh. You understand what happens if Pittsburgh fires Mike, right? They're just going to win the cup. It's just over. Well, yeah, because that's what happened last time. Yeah, Mike Sullivan took over mid-season and won the cup. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's those are the two that I would have. Okay. Um, well, was there anything one. else? Yeah, yeah. Who's your biggest sellers come trade deadline? If Tampa, if Tampa's not in the playoffs and Vasilevsky's not coming back, I think Tampa could be big sellers. Because they got a clear cap. So they'll eat yeah. some of the cap to get picks back. Because I don't have picks for next year. Yeah. I think Jersey. Ooh. Yeah, you didn't have them in their top ten. You didn't have them in top eight. I think Jersey is a seller this year. If, um, they have too good of a team not to be a seller this year's deadline if they don't in position. I could see. A St. Louis or uh, a San Jose. St. Louis back-to-back years? Yeah. See, that's where I had Buru Bay being on the hot seat. Because yeah. I, don't think he gets, I don't think he gets to that point. I think if this team is not doing good by November 1st, he's gone. Right. One, one final question for you guys. Who will be the biggest problem in the NHL this season? Media wise, like who are we gonna hear negative shit about all year? No. All start Jordan Binghamton again. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Or I could see uh, another. Uh, uh, what's that? Fucking, I always forget his name. He was on Philly, the defenseman. What's his name? Uh, D'Angelo. Oh, Tony D'Angelo. I can see more controversy coming out against him this year. What'd you say, Shadow? Say what a fucking scumbag that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know this one. I don't know this one. I don't have a. I don't have a thought on that. Oh shit! You know what? We'll save that for next episode. So, that being, you want to close? Or you want me to close? No, I was just gonna give a little fantasy. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, give us your fantasy tips. And so, your actual tip, please. I have five players that I think can be uh, sleepers for fantasy this year. Um, Jonathan Druin. I think he could be a sneaky good player this year. Where is he uh, playing? Ma- this is he still in Montreal? 
I believe he's on Colorado. I believe he's on Colorado. Yeah, I think that's where he went. So yeah, that could be, yeah, that, that could be your replacement for Landeskog. Yeah. Well, um, okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, I'll bring this one up actually after. We have one more topic we wanted to do too. I just remembered. Uh, McTavish on Anaheim. I think he's, That's Craig's son, right? Yeah, Mason. Yeah. I think he's about to have he a breakout year. He was a good player. I remember I watched him on the Peets. He was really good. In the World Juniors, he was well for us too. Yeah. Pavel Zaka finally breaks out. Who? After, after being on the Devils for so many years. Um, I think Laugh has a bounce back year. After signing the new bridge contract with the Rangers, I think he starts proving himself. He's really phased out for you guys, huh? Mm-hmm. No, he's not. He's been he's had he had a good season last year with the kid line. Him, uh Kako and Heedle. That line is probably one of our top scoring lines last year going into this year. And then I think the goalie for the Devils, Eden Schmidt. I think he he can have a great year, and that's the reason the Devils will make will be able to be in the top eight. I could see him winning the Jennings this year. Yeah. The problem is they don't have another partner with him. It's just him. Like the goalie, the goaltending on the Devils is that bad. But this kid came in last year, and he's the one that stole the series from the Rangers. Sleeper for Vesna, maybe. Yeah, Kincaid, right? Still, uh, I think oh, he went back. I think he went back there, but Kincaid's past his prime. Kincaid's top. Like, he was fringe NHL, anyways. Like, let's be real. He, his best days were back in the NHL. <clears throat> okay. And what was the topic that you said that we were going to cover? So the last one, still a uh, former superstar. He's uh, in recovery right now. It's starting to look like he's uh, he's healthy. He could be pretty. Is he good. a cab so, driver person? It could be. <laughs> Where do we see Mr. Patrick Kane uh, signing? So the I don't media know will I, tell you Toronto. But... I don't know if I dreamt this the other night, or if I did see this someplace, and now I can't remember. I think he's going back to Chicago. <laughs> I think he's going he back, back home. He goes to Chicago. I mean, I think they sign for like league minimal. Yep. Yeah. I um, mean, they have. The, I'm pretty sure they have the cap to sign him for whatever the hell he wants. But <laughs> the, the the three destinations I'll give you, just because I'm being selfish with one, obviously. Yeah, they have um, twelve million. Toronto being one. Two would be Chicago, like you had said, and three. Buffalo. Go home. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation about him. Buffalo. I had two as well. I had the same one with you in Buffalo. But I have a sleeper. Someone that's a sleeper for him, I think. Uh, Colorado. I think you add Patrick Kane to that core with um, a healthy Patrick Kane and I think you're going to watch out for Colorado. See if they have they have no cap. So you know what you could do. They're not even in the world. In? Their cap, the projected cap space right now is negative. You want to live oh. in fantasy world for a second? They make it work. Patrick Kane sides with Vegas. They repeat as champions. 
That'd be nuts. I don't think Vegas has cap either, though. I don't think so. But like I said, we're living in fantasy world. Yeah. Vegas is negative four million. <clears throat> oh, jeez. But like those are the ones that are on LTI on long term IR. Yeah, so, like, those haven't kicked in yet, right? So. Okay, um, that's true. Like I said, Chicago they have twelve million. Well, then that means uh, so they have Colorado. If uh, they put the Langenskog on LTI, he is, they probably do have uh, a little bit. The it's not at league win. It's like they have like five hundred twenty-five thousand in cap space. One more, just for fun. Best hair in the league at the year end. Not facial hair, but like your flow. Best hair? I'll say Mika's of Jet, because that guy's got a yeah. sick fucking flow. <laughs> and Zibby, one hundred percent. Fucking love his hair. Like, Zibby I don't or you gotta love like. Bertuzzi's starting to get that flow too. Bertuzzi's got to grow on me a little bit. I hate his fucking uncle. If if you want to go with somebody that's retired now, Lundqvist was another one. Lundqvist always yeah. just looked like a fucking model. His hair, yeah. he took off the the mask, and it still was like perfect. <laughs> that's a lot. That, that's a lot of uses uh, that much know. gel. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an episode of Ringside Chatter. Let me uh, let my guests tell you where they can. Where you can find them, McDuster. Where can where can the listeners find you? Find me on TikTok at uh, McDuster seven hundred five, or on uh, Twitter at McDuster seven hundred five as well. Mister Scouts, where can the listeners find you? So you can find me here on Twitch and TikTok, off the top media and off the top media underscore, and then it goes the same for YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Shadow. You can find me on TikTok at that guy Shadow ninety one dot Or I said that wrong, but you can find me. And if you find me on social medias that are my private life, don't try to add me, please. With that being said, tonight has been Saturday night schedule. Tomorrow night we have Bot Shots and Chair Spot. Bot Shots and Chair Shots, excuse me. At uh, eight PM Eastern. Oh, followed right. by oh, it's going to be er, it's earlier shadow because of oh AW right because of the pay-per-view tomorrow my apologies yep. uh, it'll be earlier in the day uh, so make sure you're watching for that uh following the pay-per-view i believe we have the table spot mm-hmm. monday night you can find me back on the air with sorry for the interruption which is a no holds barred conversation that we have tuesdays you can find scals with nxt on tap earlier in the afternoon if you're free and not busy you can check out Jax and The Will Gray with Nerdy News at 420. <clears throat> Wednesdays, following Dynamite, you can catch Cam G with The Boo. And Thursday, as always, you can catch Miss Al with Boss Bitch Trivia. And Fridays, again, you can see Scouse's pretty face uh, with Friday Night Review with Cam G and Jamie Rose. <clears throat> now, Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you come back. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow. Make sure you're grabbing all the merch you can from our merch show. Thank you for listening. This has been an Off the Top Media production.